Jet Li is one of the most famous martial artists in modern history. For most kids growing up in the 90s and 2000s, few exemplified the power and grace of kung fu like the movie star, producer, and wushu champion. With over 45 movie credits including Fist of Legend, Lethal Weapon 4, Fearless, The Expendables, and Hero, we love Jet Li. But one of his movies came up in our show recently, The One. An oft-forgotten parallel universe new metal rocking kung fu romp that Steven had never seen. And that's why we're going back. We decided we wanted to explore The One in a very special episode. This is Ali Back Catalog, The One Cast. Welcome back to a very, very special edition of the I'll Be Back Catalog. I'm Mike Kevin. I'm Stephen Lyons, and oh, we are talking 2001's The One. The One. This is a special bonus spin-off podcast. We have comedian Josiah Day over there raising his hand as though he, he <laughs> needs to talk. I just wanted to say my name, but it's too late now. I'm it's Josiah not to, Day. It's... I thought we were going to do it. Stephen Lyons. I'm Mike Kevin. And I was going to be like, I'm Josiah Day. But we didn't. It's happened mind. now. Are you yeah. did it? I'm, I'm Sam day. Smith. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I got to do it. Thank you. We also have uh, Sam Smith with us, our regular contributor. Thank you so much for having me back. I love this. I love that you have someone back who literally has no idea, any idea about Arnie movies. So you're doing a spin-off of a movie I've also only just seen once. That's right. Look, we're not here for expertise. We're here for fun. Oh, great. Uh, but Josiah is our resident, the one expert. Don't, don't pull me up. I saw it all. Maybe three times when I was 13. <laughs> That's it's still a lot. Yeah. I've probably seen it about the same amount of times. I was very excited to talk about it. And then I watched it again. Yeah. <laughs> and the excitement faded. Normally we talk a little bit about your background with Arnie movies, because that's what our jam is. Today we want to talk a little bit about your background with martial arts movies. You know, did you grow up on martial arts movies? Josiah, you said, like, this was a formative movie for you. It just yeah. hit you right in that, like, sweet spot. Yes, right in my, my 12-year-old heart. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember it. Well, yeah, I did, um, I guess I was just... Um, yeah, I must have been eight when I first saw this, and it was I was it was just at the right age for me to like think that everything about it was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you want to take up martial arts after seeing this? Um, no, I wanted to um, just have superpowers. I guess. Oh, okay. I just wanted to kill 123 versions of myself. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a very straight. The superpowers I think everyone can connect with. The killing 123 versions of yourself. A little bit different. Uh, we do need to talk about the What's elephant. That helicopter? <laughs> we, we <laughs> the helicopter. The helicopter elephant that's in the room. Elephant. Uh, yeah, because of uh, scheduling issues today, we're, we're filming this outside in a very Kiwi park. Wait, fun. should we wait until the helicopter passes to say that? No. No, they say it right <laughs> now. Let's let it add. Because this, this is what we're going to be fighting against for this episode. That's it, yeah. So uh, that's it. We're actually, we're in New Zealand. We're in um, the Parnell Rose Gardens. We're not in the gardens. Gardens. We're it's sitting under a tree. It's bloody beautiful here. It's, it's cracker. It smells like uh -huh. flowers. It's definitely not a dystopian future uh, Los Angeles. <laughs> so there might be some helicopters going through. There might be some weird stuff happening. Who knows? A jogger might come through and tell us they have opinions on Jet Li's body. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. Um, so Josiah, you were in a sweet spot. I'd seen The Matrix when this came out, so I had no interest in seeing this. Yeah, I guess yeah, The Matrix is like a better version of this film, minus... 
I guess no, it's just a bit of. I was going to say minor. I can't. There's nothing minus. It's plus in every way. <laughs> uh, Sam, did you grow up with martial arts movies? Absolutely not. My um, my biggest martial arts movie uh, I've spoken about before is The Sound of Music, uh, which features no martial arts. Mm-hmm. I have. I can't think. Oh no! I used to watch Power Rangers on TV. That's the closest thing to martial arts. That, that well, I'm gonna. Throw- and you were you were. Actively frowning at me right now as I say that. <laughs> no, because here's the thing is, I don't believe you because uh, I know you come from a musical background. Yeah. There is no way you have not seen Mulan. Oh, I have seen Mulan, but I only <laughs> saw it. This is uh, this is weird. I'm a big Disney guy. I only saw it like two years ago. Oh, wow. wow. Who is this girl I see staring right? Back at me. You saw it once two years ago, and you're like, "But I have the whole." But I've memorized the song because it. it's an amazing movie with great music and great martial arts. What about you, Stephen? Did you not have any martial arts? When you I grew up with um, a lot of like real old school. Like my um, local video store, we used to go down and get out like just the weirdest subtitled. Um, <laughs> like we had no idea. We would walk in and just choose it based on the cover yeah. and the name. I still remember my favorite martial arts movie growing up was called The Blade. I think, and it was about a guy whose father's like uh, sword. sword school was destroyed, and they cut off his arm, and they were like, "Aha! Now you'll never defeat us." And then he went away and taught himself how to use a, his father's broken sword, but attached to a chain attached to his arm, and it was what? amazing. That sounds sick as shit, man. That just right. Really cool. And then he hunts down the people, and you're like, "We know all know where this is going." This is so dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I guess Have you ever we- tried? to like get a you have a tape measure and it's all the way out and then you pull it back in and it, and it like automatically oh, rolls yeah. back in yeah. that can slice through diamonds and then <laughs> imagine that but that with a chain and a sword at the end of your wait he didn't have an arm so at the end of his stump and he just like wave around yeah yeah Oh, that makes me so uncomfortable. Well, yeah, but then when you see it, you're like, whoa. And he had, like, they did the whole training montage where he's, like, uh, <laughs> learning how to do it. And, oh, it was incredible. It was great. Was that a 70s one or, like, leading into 80s? Oh, I was, saw it as a child. I have no concept. Okay. I have no concept. It could be 90s. And I'd be like, this looks old. People are doing martial arts and have swords. Because I saw um, Fist of Fury, uh, Bruce Lee's movie, also known as The Chinese Connection in the US when I was eight, I think. So I have, I have like a real history of, of watching martial arts films from a young age. What's the one that's like a comedy and it's called like, oh, it's Kung Pao Into the Fist. That's the oh, one, yeah. That's the one, that was the, that's the <laughs> yeah. only other one I've seen. Be- barely Kung Fu, but very comedy. <laughs> very funny. Yeah, very funny. Although there are some amazing, um, uh, Kung Fu Hustle oh, is an incredible, um, Shaolin Soccer. Um, I've, I've seen it slightly it a- less than I love Kung Fu Hustle. Yeah, like those super stylized, um, which were amazing. But yeah, I used to watch a lot of kung fu movies, but I never really knew what I was watching. Have you seen Kung Fu Panda? <laughs> With Jack Black? I, I saw the third one, and I, I don't know. Should I have seen the first one first? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot it's of exposition in there. <laughs> and no Jason Statham to tell us they what's going on. explain exactly why he's a panda. How he became a panda. How he became a panda. <laughs> <laughs> Horrifying. Exposition Statham. Yeah. Was yeah, that, that Jason? Did you not recognize him because yeah. of his weird mouth movements? No, it's just here. Oh it's, my god! Here that doesn't look like it should be there at all. <laughs> I will tell you, I read a whole bunch of reviews online about um, the movie, and a vast majority of them recommended watching the movie solely on see Jason Statham with hair. 
<laughs> Which I was like, you can Google that. Just Google. Speaking of Jason Statham, he went to the 1990 Auckland Commonwealth Games as a diver. Did that... he win? Did he? No. Oh. Oh. No. But, mate, but, but still, that's still doing that. Wait, right? yeah, let's not. Wait, present. he traveled he around probably, the world. And if he hears you saying that, man, who will fuck you up? It's probably his hair got in the way, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's why. That's why he caught it. Yeah. yeah. See, I um, I was as I watched this, I didn't realize it was him, but I did realize, oh, that guy seems a lot like Jason Statham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can. Whoever this guy is, he really yeah. opened the doors for Jason, Jason Statham to, to get Jason into. Statham. <laughs> After this, Jason Statham, all the other ones can get in there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, since we're talking about it, was he doing an accent? I, th- I think he was. Like, yeah, there's a lot he, he of things it. online saying that he was doing an accent, but I can't hear it. Like, I just hear Jason Statham. About a quarter of his dialogue goes a bit like, oh, "I'm from New York," every <laughs> now and again, and then pulls back completely. Do you reckon he's still got water in his ears from his diving, and that's why he can't <laughs> figure it out? It sounds perfect to him. <laughs> I'm doing a great New York accent. Wait, but I want to—I do want to speak about the idea that, like, so Jason Statham's like the post Vinnie Jones, right? Yeah. So Vinnie yeah. Jones. So Vinnie Jones is like a hard man who like holds the record for the fastest red card in soccer. Yeah, it's football. Yeah, also, he football. played for the mighty Wimbledon, which is my team. Yeah. Yes. But so he's like a proper hard man, and I just found out that Jason Statham is an award-winning diver. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Don't make me come over there and shave my body. For... <laughs> I'll take all the all the hair off my body. And, and then dive I'll... into you with no splash. splash. Yeah. Can I just say, I also didn't realize that The Matrix was a kung fu movie. Yeah. Like, when you were talking about that, me that just blew until... my mind just then. Yeah, me either until you said it. And I was like, oh, I guess he does do Kung Fu. Yeah. He's got guns. Mm. He literally has a line, I know Kung Fu. I wouldn't, <laughs> cons- <laughs> I wouldn't consider The Matrix a Kung Fu movie, though. Yeah. Like, I think that we would have a lot of people being like, whoa. No, it is. It's it's, it's like a third of it is a Kung Fu movie. Like, it's a it's a mashup movie. The Matrix is a mashup movie of, East, of mm. Eastern influences. But, uh, yeah, like a third Eastern of it. Eastern influences? Well, but you also, like, all of the tech noir um, yeah. stuff coming Compasses. through from Japan is... Like there's a huge Japanese True. influence on the Matrix. Yeah, there's like Ghost in the Shell, there's the Invisibles, there's a whole bunch of stuff going Keanu's on. Keanu's in it, so it's a bit like Bill and Ted. We'll do a quick synopsis and then we'll we'll jump in. So a rogue multiverse agent goes on a manhunt for versions of himself, getting stronger with each kill. With only one version remaining, he races against the clock to finish him and become the one. Because there's only one of him. This doesn't seem like an appropriate thing because the movie doesn't focus about him it focuses on the good version trying to save the day right well i guess because the, the the first 20 minutes we spend with um the bad one i'll be honest i didn't feel like the movie focused on anything <laughs> <laughs> but we'll talk much more about that in future hey why don't we listen to either some papa roach or some drowning pool i can't tell the difference uh. <laughs> And we're back. Um, that was uh, the one break that we've had so far. <laughs> that was so good. 
<laughs> that, was, that was really good. Sometimes you'd think that I pre-planned those, but my brain is <laughs> not that smart. So anybody who's in their teens and the early 2000s enjoy some nostalgia because this movie has the best soundtrack. Oh, this movie's soundtrack is very much of its time. <laughs> um, and it's also a very confusing soundtrack because I want to say right at the top, the actual composer for, for the movie, Trevor Rabin, he did the soundtrack for The Sixth Day. So he did... What? Saturday? The... <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. So this is his second action movie of an action star fighting themselves. Oh yeah, what a weird parallel. So that's weird. Also, none of his music is really in this movie because it's all overridden by (laughs) new metal. Just, um, that's not new metal. Oh, sorry, what is it? That is, uh, this is post-hardcore rock. (laughs) Post-hardcore rock? (laughs) I think even Papa Roach would call themselves new metal. No, they're just, they're just pop metal. What is, what is, because new metal spot in you, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Linkin Park's new metal. Linkin Park is on the soundtrack. Oh, I'll give you that then. But Papa Roach definitely... Yeah, uh, definitely pop metal. Yeah, drowning pool. Um, st- uh, kind of slightly heavier than pop metal. <laughs> uh, so um, bo- um, this is one of my favorite things. I like each song is different, so you can't ever like, you can't group them all together. Metal. All metal is different. But I will tell you this: they all sit very comfortably in 2001 <laughs> and not comfortably in 2018. <laughs> yeah, no. MTV2 records from from the oh, period. It was jarring every time, and they were ham-fisted in there. Oh my god. Like sometimes just completely inappropriately for what was going on. And the composer for the soundtrack is also a, he's a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with the band. Of course he is. <laughs> As you were saying about them being ham-fisted, um, that last song they did where Jet Li was fighting Jet Li, I, I can't remember, I don't know what the song's called, but it was, a, the, the, the chorus was basically just kill yourself. Kill yourself, yeah. You kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Which is ironic because this is the only place and time in the movie when he cannot kill himself. Mm. Let's start at the very beginning. Let's, a very good place to start. Let's start at the beginning. It was very exciting. I just did to a s- sound of music quote. You oh. didn't even realize. <laughs> <laughs> the hills are alive with the sound of... Bloody murder. Come Bloody mur- <laughs> uh, the top of the movie. This made me so happy because all it was was the introduction to the X-Men movie. It was a bunch of DNA swirling around and someone doing a monologue about what the movie was going to be. Yeah. Oh, I can't oh. remember the intro to the X-Men movie. Yeah, it's Patrick Stewart going, Evolution has changed oh, yeah, how yeah, we all... Good. And this was just, there's a bunch there's of a universes. Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> and you existed every one. Can I, um, can I tell you my favourite, just skipping ahead slightly, my favourite quote in the whole movie was, that made me 100% lol, was um, President Al Gore... <laughs> Yeah, they didn't finish it so much of that. Yeah. You're like, like, yeah. What is this? So, what's crazy about that, too, is President Al Gore's universe has super advanced guns compared to us. (laughs) Yeah, and all all, all the police dress like they go into a hockey game. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Even the the cars had weird panels on them for no reason. It was great. But it's very ironic because it's like, actually, I think George W.'s reality would have been more likely to have super advanced shotguns. Yeah, that was a weird thing. It's like the Al Gore universe, obviously, is somewhat parallel to ours with a slight change, but very, very different aesthetically for some reason. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Hank was there, which was exciting for oh, yeah, yeah. Breaking Bad fans. And Josiah's looking off into this distance. No, he's got, I have a thing I need to say. I was just remembering something about Lawless's universe. In the distance, um, in the background, you see a poster for a film that's actually in this universe also. 
but I, I don't, I, it just made me wonder, like, how do films work in these different universes? <laughs> <laughs> like, how they, because is it like the same as like, there's a version of you, but there's also a version of the one. Yeah, is there? Universe. Is it um, last action different. hero um, rules? Yeah. Where so the you know, yeah, all of the movies parallel, got yeah. made, but someone else made them because you aren't a movie hero, uh, star. Ooh. One thing I was surprised Whoa. about alternate universe prisons is that the prisoners are allowed to have throwing knives. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> or the fact that like this whole prison evolved and was created, but they don't have shackles. <laughs> they only have handcuffs. They're like, well, we have this guy as a super martial artist. Just throw a pair of handcuffs yeah, on him. Be fine. Also, you, you, we have um, huge ventilation shafts so that the prisoners can get nice fresh air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I tell you how happy I was at that peekaboo gun? When he puts his hand out, because <laughs> oh, yeah. you're just like, how? How would that work? What are you like? How? What is his arm position in there that he can like? He punches through, and then I'll tell you what. Because when you see a scene like that and it resonates with you, there's only one thing that can make you more happy than seeing it the first time. Oh, rewatching it again, like five minutes later. <laughs> I watched this with my brother, and he's like, "They're not going to." <laughs> <laughs> the exact same thing happens I was like wait has he just been going universe like how many of the 123 universes did he just sit in a ventilation shaft for 20 minutes it took me so long to realise the like to get on board with what was happening in this movie I reckon we, I was about like actually like halfway through when they did some when old exposition Statham came out and said something that I was like oh those guys are the same guy I thought I thought I was being racist and thinking that, that those two people just looked alike. But they were actually Wait. different people. Where were you for the whole scene where he's like, remember when you killed all these other versions of yourself? I think I went and got a sandwich. <laughs> you just kept... Oh, wait, so we'll, we'll get to that part. Okay, can I just say, though, like, the guy who does throw the throwing knife, why, why does he not have any repercussions happen to him? He, he throws the throwing knife to try and kill Lawless. And then the cops are like, oh, this is too much. And what? then let's just run out of here. Yeah, why did they want to kill him? Because he was lawless. Yeah, he wanted to be the guy who killed Lawless. Because Lawless had was killing all these other people. Yeah. Yeah, because there's one bit where he said, die like all my boys you <laughs> yeah. took out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I do remember that. That was some good dialogue. Uh, was, uh, Which makes... It because it was just really... <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know what the, I don't know the word for it, but it was like very like, oh, okay, that's, that's what you'd write. To make it seem like a bad guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is exactly that thing of like, uh, hey, get out of here! You you killed my children. Yes. St stop it because you're very bad. Okay, but this say is that a again. Bad guy. <laughs> we got that by the whole prison thing. No, but they're heightening it, right? Because it's like even the prisoners don't like him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like okay, Jesus. But that's when we have like the first like fight scene where where Lawless comes down, like kicks the shit out of everyone. There's some nice slow mo. Which I was like, it started and I was like, all right, I get it. You can't afford bullet time. And then I took that prejudice and put it aside and was like, this is fun. <laughs> like seeing him like, because they're doing it with wires yeah. and the slowing down. I thought was that was cool. a really fun scene. Mm, it was really cool. It's, it's not, it hasn't aged very well since when I was eight. When I remember when I saw that when I was eight, I was so excited. <laughs> I see it now and everybody just seems so like animated. Yeah. yeah. That brought me so much joy. I it loved how animated it was. I was like, look at them hanging out. I'm going to the drop this early. My favorite part in the entire movie 
was when that's much later on as well was when wait um, why are you dropping I, this now because I think, I, think, I think it's some of the same thing that I'm thinking about so I wanted to go ahead it is the when he, sl- he sandwiches up, them with the motorcycles. motorcycles and sandwiches them picks up the motorcycles and sandwiches oh. a guy with them and, and talking uh, about like the animated side of it I thought yeah, that's so the, awesome that's the bit that like really breaks the boundary of like my suspense of disbelief <laughs> I was like oh no too much sorry and sorry. the funny thing is that was the only scene that was actually done legit he just did that that's not even CGI. <laughs> I did like that when he killed Lawless, that he did like a weird exaggerated jazz hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he literally went, yay. <laughs> yay, let my guard down. And everyone went, whoa, we shouldn't shoot. Let's take this in. Let him have his taunt. Yeah. <laughs> like, and they let him run up the war door flip. <laughs> didn't the music start to it? Like the, the music counts to like five, I think. It's like one. Blah blah blah. Two. I don't, I'm not very good at remembering. Nothing wrong with me. Three. Mapping my mummy. Four. Cookie, cookie, cookie. Five. Cookie, cookie. Mum, 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 mum. Is that how that song but it's goes? Called, let the bodies hit the floor. And so he kicked them all into the air. And then he let the bodies hit the floor. Oh, that's very that's clever. <laughs> very, just good synergy, right? Yeah, they thought about that for a, uh, three seconds. And it, which is good because that's longer than they thought about how to shoot and depict him running. <laughs> he does a lot of running, and every time he runs, he ne- he's just as fast as he can. He's but he, just, he does, like, the flash super speed, then he slows down to normal, then they're, like, driving. They're driving at, like, 50 miles an hour. They're like, yeah. and he's, like, just running. They're catching up to him, and then the next shot, they're two blocks away. <laughs> that's odd, too, because they're like, he's going 50. And you're like, you're in a car. They can go, like, 100. <laughs> oh, oh, you know the rules. But the, I think that here's the problem. Can I just call you up on that? I reckon they're probably doing miles per hour, though. Yeah, they can still go 100. <laughs> yeah, they can still. You can still crank. Uh, okay, that is a very, very true thing, what you just said. I retract my statement. But here's the thing is, like, this was made in 2001, so film's been around for, what, 120 years? Yeah, we're doing okay. Um, you know, movies have been around easily 80 years is a common thing. Mm. This is one of the oldest movie tricks around. Just tell them to drive 10 miles an hour, have him run as fast as he can, and spoiler alert, speed it up and post. <laughs> You've got like CGI motorcycles smashing people and you can't get this guy running at super speed? Oh. But this is where we met a young, young Jason Statham and uh, the guy. Yeah, the guy. And uh, and uh, was he named? Yeah, Rodecker. Rodecker, yeah, it was. Rodecker. Okay. Oh, and he's credited in the uh, ends as Rodecker slash assistant. Is it? <laughs> assistant gas station for the gas station. Oh. Yeah. oh, I thought you meant assistant to Jason Statham. Oh, was that him? <laughs> in the gas station. That was the whole point you of that just, scene. You spent the whole I, movie avoiding being racist. I, <laughs> I had no idea. But I did question why he wasn't more annoyed that he kicked down that lamppost. That, I didn't get that. He was pretty... You wouldn't get, notice, I turned out I didn't get most of this movie. The I, movie had... Uh, so when I watch these, I generally section up my notes into scenes. Yeah. And the problem with this is there's not... Like, the only scene that doesn't have intercutting in it is him fighting the people at the end. Like, every scene is cutting between... It's sliding doors, but she never cut her hair. So you're just swapping between him in, uh, in, like, uh, police overalls and him in police overalls. And you're like, wait, who is... Which yeah, one is... I did not follow who was who for most of the I mean, movie. the thing that would have made the film way more easy to follow is if Gabriel, the, the good Jet Li, also had dreadlocks. I want to talk about the teleporting. Oh, it the looks so painful. It, it, looks... it looks incredibly painful. It looks real, but cool. I thought it was a cool effect. 
Yeah, no, it's, it's <laughs> like, for, oh, you're gonna disintegrate. For 2001, it's pretty cool. Like you get like torn apart and re-put together. You get like jigsawed up. It's very good. And then they get to um, uh, the pla- you can tell that they're in a futuristic, advanced world because everyone wears plastic shiny suits and scans mm. people. Yeah, <laughs> people are there with just LEDs, like just running them along them. Like I don't know. I guess I'm sensing, um, which is great because they have that room attached directly to the uh, execution chamber. Oh yeah, yeah. It was just next door, wasn't it? <gasps> yeah. yeah, I thought it was just like a teleportation chamber. Oh, oh, oh the dog. most adorable dog has just walked up, and oh, this dog is killing me with cuteness. <laughs> oh, this is so weird for the podcast. Hi, we need a picture of this, Puff. You okay, pal? Oh. Ask him what he thinks about yeah. Jet Li's the one. What do, what do you think about Jet Li's the one? Hey. That's rough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there were fists of furry. Hello, <laughs> hello, little pug. Hello, what little pug. Oh my god. Oh my god. This dog is too cute. Here we go. So uh, they they finally got law in, and now we get to find out about all the alternative universe laws. Yes. I just I just realized that the guy's name is Lawless, right? And he's the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Then the good guy is Gabriel, like the Archangel Gabriel. That's his first name. They did not go far to like go with baddie names and goodie names, did they? But the bad guy's name, uh, Lawless, is just the first guy. He gets killed. Yeah. And then you, Law... Or Gabriel Eulor yeah, is, is Gabriel. so basically all they did was they went you'll be good because we're using your first name we're on friends terms oh yeah and you'll be bad because we'll use your last name oh mm. is yeah. that a thing in life like if you ever know someone by their first name they they'll be good and yeah then, and then like like Mr Belding from Saved by the Bell bad guy. <laughs> That's why everyone who goes to private school is evil. Yeah, correct. Because they all know each other by last name only. <laughs> they're all, they're all Sorry, like, dude, come on, Smith. Hey, and you're like, mm, Smith's not a good guy. What? We got to the alternative laws. Yeah, Did anyone yeah. else come up with law names? Here's my first one. Uh, universe 117, uh, Whoopi Gold Law. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rasta Law was the other name Rasta I had. Law. Uh, I don't know. It's supposed to keep yeah. coming uh, up. Lucy nice. Lawless. <laughs> I, I was going to go with early Justin Bieber Law. Oh, yep. Can I go with Jude Law? <laughs> <laughs> You're okay. just saying people's names now. <laughs> I don't know how this game works for this the... movie. We had uh, 118, which was, of course, Dragon Ball Law or Final Fantasy X Law. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Which uh, those of you watching may have frozen the screen and been like, wait a second. Yes, his name was actually Sven Law. Sven. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he was like he was wow. like Mole Goff Law. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, jump to Universe One One Nine, where we have uh, Depressed Nerd Law or Spock Law. <laughs> that was the guy with the bowl cut, and he was wearing a uh, sweater vest, I believe. Yeah. That yeah. fight would have been interesting, eh? Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's he weird. just took he he stole his calculator and he just killed himself. <laughs> no. No, I need oh. that. I had boobs written on that. <laughs> I think it's weird how like all the different laws for some reason all decided to go with such extreme haircuts <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you'd think they'd just be no- more normal dudes yeah, just yeah. like normal yeah normal. just <laughs> looking like him yeah. maybe that was the early ones it's like he got he yeah. got all of the one, normal one looking. through 90 one through 90 is like identical the whole way through well if he I'm knows because he's all, he has access to all the database so maybe he killed all of the ones that he thought would be threats early on yeah. and so now we're into all of the misfits and then the last one Gabriel was like the one that he missed yeah. uh, he was like oh I should have killed the police officer who was trained in martial arts <laughs> real early on yeah. rather than the accountant although he did get um, number 120 gangster law 
which was like the triad-looking oh. guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, 121, uh, clearly a wig law. <laughs> it was him with long hair. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, was, yeah. that was like, he needed to kill him, otherwise he was going to like shoot up a school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and his actual name was Seth Law. Oh, Seth Law. Oh. And then uh, we don't get to see what he looked like, but the uh, the last one, or the second to last one, 122, is Froon Law. Froon. was his actual name. <laughs> It was Froon. Froon. It's on the bottom of the monitor in the background. Froon sounds like a loser. I, I, I don't even know what Froon. He just sounds like. I feel like he's an overweight. That's not a. I don't know. I was uh, so. Uh, now I'm gonna Google it and find out like it's a common name in a certain district yeah. of China, and I'll feel awful. Yeah, but that was like Swedish. Um, 123, which was the last one, which is of course misdirect law. We're all, oh no, that's the bat. Oh no, he's dead. Okay. Hey. Um, that was it. Yeah, 125 universes. That's all there is. Isn't that weird? It's. I think there'd be more. You'd think there'd be more, but here's the thing. They only happen, uh, and we all know this, common knowledge, you only get a parallel universe um, when a massive star collapses, creating a black hole that generates a, a second universe. So there's only been 125 stars since the, start, at the beginning of time. <laughs> mm-hmm. That, that collapsed. Yeah. All the other ones have, yeah, just stable. Just made well. Just hanging. Good, good foundations. <laughs> Solid star foundation. Mm, stable. That information, of course, isn't given to us when we needed it. That's saved for exposition, state them, later on in the train station. But this is when we get the introduction of the, the girl in the red dress, who is seemingly very evil. Oh, yes. Oh, wait, mouse in it. wait, before this is my favorite line. They have the, we're going to do this by procedure, and then Rodecker confronts Lawless and has my favorite line of the movie, which is, you've been chasing me for how many years? <laughs> Two years. <laughs> That's not enough. That's literally the second least amount you could have. <laughs> and he's like—he's basically like, I miss the man who you were you know, two years ago. You know, like, I once lost a pair of socks that I found two years later. And it reminded me of that. And you were like... <laughs> I've been trying to find those for two years, and now they're back. <laughs> two years is Number. not a dramatic number, screenwriters. <laughs> Give it five. Give it eight. This is a multi-universe thing as well. They could do thousands of years. Yeah, we don't know how time works. <laughs> he could have been jumping around. They might get... Yeah. Oh, it was... It made me very... It was such an anticlimax. <laughs> and it was, it was pitched as such a... Like, they didn't know. They both stayed true to the moment of like, yeah, and it's been a long two years. <laughs> 700 something days. Just one after another. Chasing you. That's not even a good hit rate for him for killing. Yeah. <laughs> That's like one every six days or something, isn't it? Seven days. Six days? Like that Less. movie by Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's like once a week. Once a week. Okay, well, that, and then that's not that okay. bad a hit, right? Not that I want to talk about like how how successful we should be in murdering parallel universe <laughs> versions of ourselves. So that happened, and then we went to the death room where, uh, who, who came in, Mike? The lady in red. Oh, Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I was like, Was oh. it actually her? No. No. She was definitely modelled on Jessica yeah. Rabbit. It was oh, yeah, not meant, subtle. She's meant to be like a red femme fatale, but she comes in and like sits down and then spreads her legs for no reason. <laughs> no reason. And then has a mouse. I believe her reason is basic instinct. That's what it felt mm. like, but for no purpose. What? No, no, I think you're misunderstanding this movie as a whole. <laughs> because what it is, is it's an acknowledgement that we stole this idea from another movie and we were hoping you would think about that moment in that other movie when we didn't deliver on that in this movie. Yeah. 
I gotta get me. some of those mouse shoes though, hey, they look great. There's, oh my god. High heel, trap door, big balls, mouse grenade. <laughs> yeah, I know, didn't yeah, the mouse? Right, oh, mouse was the mouse started. a grenade? The yes. mouse was a grenade and had huge testicles. Oh. Which was very distracting. <laughs> I looked down to make a note and my brother was like, whoa! I was like, what's, what's happening? He's like, big old mouse balls. <laughs> but the great thing is they release the mouse and then you get like a few seconds of silence and it goes, wah! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like it's the mouse's line. Yeah, like the mouse was just building up to do his lie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who's, who does that song? Is it Disturbed? It's, it's, uh, no, it's Drowning Pool. Drowning Pool. All of these songs sound like they could be sung by Cookie Monster. It was great. Oh yeah, it was very exciting. Um, this is where we got to watch the the, the movie again. The we reset. This is twenty minutes in. Twenty minutes. And they in, decide to reset. At yeah. this moment, I thought I I thought this is when I thought I got the movie when I was like, oh, they're just gonna redo the same scene like eight times, mm. and that'll be the movie. Yeah, you thought it was a Groundhog Day yeah. source code situation. And I was like, oh, cool, I'm up for that. That sounds good. That would be kind of cool, but you no, gave them too much credit. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Um, yeah, the, I, like, like, I like the way the uniforms turn to be brown. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. but that's yeah. the thing. It's like you have the three police badges go across the screen. Mm. And there's a lot of like weird authoritarian anti-police stuff in this movie. It's strange. So uh, this movie was also set in the future. It was meant to be set in the future when it was released okay. in 2001. Yeah, and uh, I was reading that one of the what? signs that it was set in the future was Bush announcing Universal. that there was oh. universal health care. Ah, so, so we go into the cell and we get like the big reveal that Eulaw in this universe is a cop. Like, oh, he's a good guy in this that, one. I, to me, that was a genuine like, oh, moment. I really, I thought oh, that was cool. good. You're like, oh, they did some movie making. Yeah, hey, yeah. Nice yeah. Yeah, 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 nice. So Eulaw tries to kill him using the exact same technique that he did the last time. Much to his chagrin, it didn't really pay off. It worked so many times before. <laughs> Feels like it, because he just did the same thing, even like the arm through the thing thing. <laughs> Oh, the arm through the thing thing. <laughs> like, the peekaboo pistol. But his assassination attempt, like, obviously doesn't succeed because this Gabriel one is way more skilled. And then when it starts to fail, he just runs away. Yeah, for, for a guy with superpowers, he kind of he wusses out real quick. Yeah, he was like, no, I, I don't think I can do this anymore. I think he realized that the other one had superpowers. Oh. I think he was like, wait a second, this fool can sense me. And then he jumped over that uh, jumped over that razor wire fence, and then Gabriel was like, you know what I should roll through? Razor wire. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is, even in full police gear, that is a nightmare. <laughs> He's like clinging in there, like, oh, oh, this is definitely not just movie razor wire. <laughs> he jumps over. After this, so we had we got to hang out with Statham and Rodecker again, which was great. They had their pew-pew guns, which are just pistols, but they make pew-pew sounds. <laughs> They make, yeah, and they got like little LEDs at the front, so you know it's sci-fi. Yeah, <laughs> and we skipped a whole a hospital scene. Yeah, that was weird. We jumped to the wife like about to leave, and him walking in, and I was like, I know you've telegraphed very clearly that this is his wife, but they felt like flatmates that hadn't talked about issues for a long time. <laughs> there was very little chemistry between the <laughs> so two. So little chem. I was going to the hospital to see you because I guess I should. <laughs> okay. oh, you've been fucking shot, Jet Li. <laughs> yeah, Chill out. The thing with Jet Li in this whole movie is that he seems to be having more fun when he's playing broader characters. And then when he's playing Gabriel, he just seems to struggle being a, a, a person. Yes. 
<laughs> Boring, normal dude. Yeah. yeah. She had a great line in this, though, where um, uh, she goes, Newsflash, I'm a vet. You don't have paws and a tail. And my instinct for that is because I love sci-fi, I was like, not in this universe anyway. <laughs> Surely a vet would know how to like also treat a bullet wound on a human. I mean, that's what movies have taught us. Yeah. Mm. You know, if you're on the run, you just track a vet down. Yeah, I'll right. do it. Especially like- if it's a war vet. Hey. Hey. No? Uh, <laughs> no one no, else? No one? No Go. one? <laughs> I, I did like that um, when he uh, was getting into a Zen place and he was doing the martial arts, that they had very differing martial arts styles. I thought that was like a cool visual element. Mm. Yeah. I agree. I'm a martial arts fan. I like that bit. <laughs> yeah, and that was a big part of it. Although also the um, tiger's roar, a little unnecessary. Yeah. A little unnecessary. Oh, right, because that's right. They both deal with stress in the same way. You laws on the top of a hospital doing some amazing tiger style you know meditation with martial arts and then um gabriel's in i guess a cupboard it seemed like a cloak in his chinese cupboard in a small uh, like coat there was a coat rack in there it is like clearly not enough room like no. just go out in your backyard bro you're gonna be fine they were like they just heard the prof guy go get chinese stuff and just filled it. let's get a bunch of candles uh and then then we jump back to the hospital yeah back to the hospital for reasons. the first time well because she's like well, we should go to the hospital is this the mri bit yeah uh, yeah yeah the, pr- the pre-MRI bit where the lady was asking questions about things I had and then one of the ones was, was like do you have a penile implant yeah what this was the first time this movie started it's tr- attempts at dick humor for no reason whatsoever oh, what, did, what did the wife say she said when he said, not as said, of this morning she said I wish <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's... and then she looked at the camera and did like eyebrows <laughs> uh, it was such a preparer moment because it was delivered as though like penile implants <laughs> what, where did that come from it just felt so out of nowhere it came from someone going hey we need to punch up the script with some humor and giving it to a 12 year old <laughs> the same trailer they gave their soundtrack to <laughs> this oh. is currently hip <laughs> oh yeah I wonder if there's a version of this that the producer's nephew didn't see <laughs> I'm just saying I, I was about 12 or 13 when this movie came out and I think I would have done the same soundtrack <laughs> I would have. mine would have had a lot more of the band Real Big Fish in it <laughs> MRI room. Terrible nurse. Yeah, she was just awful. She was like so mean. She's a horrible he's, person. He's suffering from, she knows he's suffering from shock. He's just been shot. He's also a police officer who's seen like a bunch of people also get shot. And she's like, hey, we're not giving you your gun, you piece of shit. Get in the tiny machine. The way she talked to um, Jet Lee, like when they're, they're having their big emotional moment and she's like, um, get rid of the wedding ring i just thought that was very rude like to just to just to say to someone get rid of the wedding oh ring. no she also does the like super dismiss right like he's like he's worried and he holds her and they're like embracing and she goes it's just an mri yeah. or something like that where it's like oh it's actually not just an mri mris if you're slightly claustrophobic hello uh, <laughs> is a nightmare it's hard to be in an MRI. It's not even just her. It's also the guy who runs the MRI machine. He also comes across as a real dick for no reason. <laughs> the, the way they like portray hospital people as just a bunch of assholes makes it seem like, in like vets are like, like really like his wife's a vet. She's like a really nice person. It just makes it seem like the dude that made the film, like couldn't make it as a real, real human doctor or something. <laughs> 
<laughs> there was a weird anger at uh, police and an anger at like medical staff as well. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what happened to these screenwriters. Movie? What was the What was the name of the guy? Uh, he, he directed it as well. Wong. What's up, James Wong? Huh? Yes, yeah, so the the writer the writer and director of Final Destination. Oh, that's what I was is thinking it? of. Yeah, which is on the ba- in the background oh. in one of the scenes. Oh, that's clever. I like it when they do that, when people like self-promote themselves. Yeah, they're like, uh, if you're mildly enjoying this movie, mm. or check out my other movie that gave me the success to produce this terrible thing. <laughs> <laughs> if you enjoy my lows, maybe you'll enjoy my highs. <laughs> so in the MRI room, it was our first moment of awesomeness of uh, in there was him deflecting the bullet with the gun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is really cool. That was badass. Uh, then, they, then they had this really awkward standoff with the police where they're like, just say our names. And he's like, why would I say your names? And they're like, we don't know if you know where you are and just oh, say our yeah. names. Yeah, that was confusing for me because I didn't realize just how much they knew. It was, it was odd. So it's like the standoff yeah. where he, where Gabriel's and his wife's there. He says her name and the rest of them are like, tell us who we are. Like, we're worried about you. And he's like, no, I can't. My brother honestly thought that that was the, that was you law. Yeah, I, yeah. I did as well. But then he did that awesome uh, Jackie Chan, like cuffing them all without hurting them or having yeah. any fun. Yeah. He, did, he did the, I don't want to hurt you guys thing at Jackie I don't want to hurt you while you're yeah, being the shit out of people. That's good. Yeah. Which was, it was exactly a beautiful like nod to Jackie Chan like using everything around you but no enjoyment <laughs> like he's like yep here we yep, oh, oh, mm. okay now you're in cuffs bye <laughs> walks off and I'm like oh this could have been enjoyable yeah it wasn't it wasn't funny like Jackie Chan it was kind of sad because he's just locking up all his friends, <laughs> his friends. <laughs> I'm like you need them to catch the other version of you <laughs> uh, and then the time cops talked about procedure a bunch oh time cops yeah <laughs> You know, we got to follow procedure. Uh, procedure, procedure. Yes, Statham procedure. Uh, did you get your Pokeball? Yes, procedure. Was this a bit with a really heavy Pepsi uh, product placement? Oh, that oh, was yeah. great. It just made it seem like Pepsi machines were shit, actually. <laughs> I thought all the cans were going to come out, then they were going to skate on them and like roll around on the Pepsi cans, and then yeah. it didn't happen, and I was disappointed. Uh, they were going to get tired, pick one up, and take a drink. And go, ah, Pepsi, on the, the choice of a new generation. <laughs> If I had to pick any drink, this would be the one. <laughs> oh, I've been to a lot of parallel universes in my time. But one thing remains the same. Pepsi. Pepsi, not as good as Coke in all 125 oh. multiverses. Oh. Oh. Poor Pepsi. Except the one universe where Sierra Mist is just the one thing. <laughs> so you lot managed to evade the police by pretending to be a corpse. Seamless. Until he was opened up by a, a skinny pendulette. Was that actually pendulette? <laughs> no. Oh, he just looked like a skinny pendulette. Skinny pendulette is pendulette now. He's lost a bunch oh, of Oh, I know, light. yeah. He's so little now. He looks weird. like a... This whole scene made me furious because it was Why? dick jokes for no reason. Yeah. Because their whole dialogue was uh, them talking about porn that they liked. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Have you seen that new video, Mr. Fanny's been a-plugging, It's Pretty Hot. Been a plug. <laughs> no, and no one cares. <laughs> also, th- it made what could have been a four-second scene into forty-five seconds. I'll never get. <laughs> why? Why do they always betray um, people that work in? Are they called morgues or mortuaries? Both. Both. In both of those places, why do they always betray them as just gross people? 
because it's a uh, it's a happy nod, right? Is that like people are like, oh, they deal with the dead people, so they're a bit gross. Yeah. It's yeah. like that's actually quite an important part of society, guys. Mm. Oh yeah, if they don't do it, who will? Treatment of our dead people. They I have a lot this, of opinions. They, they do the same thing with the with the character in Westworld, who's just trying to yeah 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 fuck all the robots. Yeah. Well, I guess you are also in a position to do that, so you know. I like the way he faints, and then does he punch the other guy out? No, the other guy runs away, and apparently doesn't tell anyone. Hey, there's a guy who looked exactly like the other guy, but he was in a morgue bag. You can't say that because it's racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. They're like, was it this guy? He's like, yeah, and they go racist, <laughs> racist. Yeah, so Jason Statham runs out, jumps into a, into a car, and then why does he? He had the same car in the other universe, didn't he? Did no, he? they're just all like they were just seventies or eighties Ameri- generic American semi-muscle cars. Yeah, it's odd though that they they have a certain car they steal. Odd car. that he has the access, right? That he's yeah. just like, oh, you again. And then we're intercutting between the train station and the ambulance, which is exhausting to watch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where Jason Statham is just giving the exposition of a lifetime. So oh, much. yeah. In, it, intercut with, with, with fucking Eulaw in the van listening to awful metal music while Rodecker was like... There was another him. joke that I, they were trying to do. Uh, what? Was, uh, is him, he gets in and there's country music and then he hits it to something else and there's a different kind of music it. and then he puts on and then there's uh, pop rock metal. slash yeah. new metal and he goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and, and then he smiles and then he's smug for the whole rest of the episode. Strangest dancing too, like, like he does not... It seems like he hasn't learned how to nod your head to music. <laughs> like it happens, and instead of going backwards and forwards, he does this weird like circle rotation. Thing. I will tell you this: probably because there was no music chosen at this point in the movie, <laughs> <laughs> they would have just said to yeah, Jet Li, "Just nod your head as though music is happening." And he's like, "Okay." And then he goes, "Oh yeah, it's like a round thing. That's what I'm picturing, like something <laughs> beautiful and swirling." Just when I found something I like in this universe, a circular <laughs> melody, <laughs> and then smash. This leads up to the most motorcycle um smash yeah. but he had a really cool moment in this with the throat catch oh yeah that's <laughs> fucking <laughs> just... i saw that and i was like no this is an all good movie again <laughs> <laughs> right i was like i'm was back good. in yeah. what's this i don't remember what's he ca- the, he catches the guy's fist in his throat oh. and because he's so strong he just holds his fist there while he's oh, beating him that's up right yeah that's that was skill. cool hey, yeah oh uh, yeah and he, then he picks up two motorbikes and smashes a guy which <laughs> Yeah, but, Highlight yeah. of the film. Highlight of the film. And then all of a sudden we jump back to uh, Gabriel's house. And yep. then we have my favorite uh, nod to uh, pop culture sensation of Ceiling Cat with uh, Ceiling You Law. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really creepily looking down in such a weird fashion. Hey, I'm in the, I'm in the roof. I'm hey, honey. <laughs> The line before that, that is my favorite line of the movie, is uh, when she goes up and then he, she says, I've got to do my girl stuff. Oh, that was my favorite one too. <laughs> what skill stuff, eh? <laughs> oh, I got women stuff. Well, he wasn't going to come into the bathroom with you. No, it's just like, I'd rather just say, oh, I need to replace my tampon. <laughs> I, I, I'm guessing that's what it is. I need to wash my vagina. <laughs> oh, God. I think it was just an ex- like something. Uh, I think you're just going, this has been too much. I need some alone time. And I would have, would have believed it more. She was terrible at pretending to be okay. Yeah, she had all of the symptoms of like, we should probably spend more time with you. You do not seem like you are okay here. Those those are really smart cops to like go home with her and stuff. Why would you not? That's where he would go. I'm just used to people being dumb in films. Maybe you, Law, lives in the same house because he had the same girlfriend. 
mountains. Oh, that's a good point. The same house in that weird, like, futuristic. That's a good point. Because I feel like maybe um, bad Jet Li is like just good Jet Li, but a couple years ahead somehow. Because he's an MVA agent, which kind of means like, oh, he must have been a cop at one point. If he's an MVA agent now, or was. Mm. Some fine points there. Point, points to Josiah. Yeah. Not funny, but <laughs> no, no, informative. I so, agree. The, but the, uh, here was the moment in this that really made me happy: is that he's like, "I'll go and get the gun." So she go, she's like, oh, "I'll go and get the gun from the cabinet." And it took her a whole night to walk to the cabinet. Yeah. By the time she got there, it was morning. <laughs> so weird. It's like the middle of the night. He's like, "Hey, walk over there," and she's like, she "It takes her a long time to load up a gun." <laughs> and then she gets there and she's like, hey, isn't that my husband outside? Wait a second. My husband's in the room. Ceiling, yeah. <laughs> you law. It's brutal that she dies. It yeah. is so brutal and unnecessary and I'm very angry about the fact that, um, and we're jumping forward to the end, <laughs> Jason Statham thinks that the way to replace someone's life partner is by finding a similar meat sack and throwing it in front of him. No, but you're also not like tying into the whole um, idea that they all share this one ribbon of life that they've that they've discussed. In which case, she is a soulmate, just a different version. Oh, that is that is some point. bullshit. <laughs> that is some bullshit. Because she didn't recognize him. Otherwise, she would have had like a moment where she was like, "I did." She said, "Do I know you?" Yeah, yeah. I did have a moment. Okay, maybe I'm worried. Yeah, okay, in the script they had a moment. I'm more worried. I guess the acting, there was no <laughs> moment. I have a dog. Do I know you? No. Credits roll. Credits roll. Oh, so let's flash back to uh, Statham being like, hey, you law or Gabe, get in the car. Yeah. yeah. How does he know which one it is? Yeah, I don't know what that was, yeah. Because um, yeah. they, they broke off at the start what was it guys road deck is like i'll take you law you take gabe so i guess they just figured it out off screen oh, yeah maybe, maybe he was watching them the whole time or maybe he saw the wedding ring again i don't know show me the ring but they wouldn't know that because oh yeah yeah he... in that scene oh, i yeah because like at this point i'm like i can barely tell which one is which yeah and then jumping back and forth, and in that, like, you were, he just runs out. So then he's like, all right, forget about finding peace. It's all vengeance, and it's all on. Yeah, which is cool. I, I, I like the, the switch in that. But then he wanted to kill him, and it was like, well, you can't. But Jason Safe just let him think that he could. I couldn't it, tell what that It was very mm-hmm. strange as to what was the actual outcome. The whole movie was very ambiguous about what would happen if there was only an actual one. Because they kept being like, you'll become a god, but I'm like, well, it doesn't seem like, it seems like a jump in the progression. Yeah. Because right now, he's not one step down from a god, he's a bunch of steps down from a god. He can lift two motorcycles right now, mathematically, if he kills the other Jet Li, he should lift four motorcycles. Four motorcycles, yeah. Yeah, It's not not quite god. That's the maximum. (laughs) No, exactly. (laughs) Like, we'd be impressed, but we'd also be like, yeah, good on you. My god can move four motorcycles. (laughs) (laughs) What can your god do? (laughs) Well, universe. Yeah, yeah. Let's. Uh, so we had the gas station where he kicked over a pile. Oh, <laughs> for no reason. He kicked over the pipe, and then Jason Safe got to deliver some really shitty dialogue to mm-hmm. his alternate universe boss. That whole.
whole scene could have been cut. It was oh, no... The him looking at... Like, anytime someone discovers they're low on gas in a movie is a sad moment. <laughs> oh, I didn't steal a car with gas in it. Whoops. I'd love to see a movie where someone has to go and get their waff that day. Yeah. <laughs> they're worried <laughs> during, this, they got to go and... During, in, during get, a... Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, this car isn't insured. Quick! I have to avenge my wife. Yes, but first I need to make sure that yeah. the muffler is in check sure. and we have enough I'm tread on the top. <laughs> I'm not going to break the law to do it. Okay, so we get to a uh, generic factory, and that's when you know that the movie is going to end. Yeah. Right? When they get to yeah, a generic, yeah. they're like, hey, here's a plot point. We need to be in this generic factory, and so does he. <laughs> I thought it was like a power It looks like a power station. They didn't know what they were doing in it this does, place. It does, but it mainly makes steam and green liquids. Well, that was actually... I it was battery acid. I, I, I just guessed a lot of the that stuff as I was asking. Battery acid needs to be made somewhere. I think that's a good call. I, I just thought because it was a big battery. <laughs> I don't know how it's a battery works. farm. I believe it's technically what's known as a Joker factory, <laughs> where it just stocks all of the things you'd need to kill henchmen, but yeah. to create a Joker. Yeah, <laughs> like that's all that they have in here. Um, the bomb moment was one of the only really crap moments in this movie. All right, because really? this is the moment what? where they dive for cover, and Jason oh. Statham goes, "That's a bomb. Hold your breath for twenty seconds. Don't breathe after the bomb goes off." And then as soon as it goes off, he's like, hey, Gabriel. Hey, Gabriel, are you okay? You're glossing over one of the most creative choices in this whole movie, which was the intense mouth shots (laughs) during the bomb explosion, which just (laughs) close-ups of mouth, which was bizarre. I I didn't hear hold your breath for 20 seconds. I heard blink your eyes for 20 seconds. (laughs) And I was like, that's completely different. I don't know what I was listening to. and And then they did. And I was like, whoa, what is that out? That doesn't make any sense. They both take a big deep breath in before the bomb goes off. But then they also scream during... That was for oxygen so that they could blink more. (laughs) (laughs) We need to talk about how you've been blinking. I have not... I did not follow any of this movie. I'm so glad we've talked about this. I wish I'd put subtitles on. (laughs) This is where we get to the whole, like, reason why this movie exists, and that's the the fight scene on the gantry. Oh, amazing. The one-on-one fight was really fucking good. Yeah. And yeah, 100%, that was the moment I was like, oh yeah, this is the movie. This is the movie. (laughs) They needed one of these fights, like, early on. They needed one every 12 minutes. Ideally, (laughs) that would have made it a a good film. Um, Like, if Lawless had been able to put up a fight instead of just murdering, like, one of Oh yeah, having, like, a great fight with Lawless, that would have been cool. They also did one of the most important things in any uh, clone movie or fighting yourself movie fucking take your overalls off so we know which oh, one's which yeah. and then we have the exciting moment of oh no Gabriel had to take his shirt off as well yeah yeah. now we're confused again that was the one thing in the movie that I followed yeah you were like I know who was who now. I'm on board fight. with this fight it was beautiful but it did remind me that don't hire amazing kung fu artists to do short cut action, American action movies <laughs> true He's doing these really cool moves, but they just keep cutting when you're like, oh, that's no, no, that's, oh, no, mm, oh, we're just jumping around. I loved how the, um, like, when, if I'm going to fight someone, I'll, like, hold a fist up, like, normally, like a human, but Jet Li does it then, like, sort of puts his fourth, his thumb into his... It's the Obama making a point yeah. hand. Obama. Oh. Um, so, it's a, yeah, when you're about to fight, he went like that every time, and that made me laugh. <laughs> well, that was his style. Like he had the two styles, right? Um, was that Gabriel or Lawless? It was both of, them. Or, um, uh, both of them. Gabriel did the the, the uh, pinched bomb thing. 
But the thing is, like, that, it just looks more dynamic on camera. It looks, it looks yeah, it looks cooler. just a slight bit cooler. But yeah, the cool thing about the, this scene is that is you have that awesome fight on the gantry, which feels very two-dimensional because they have to move backwards and forwards, so it feels like a, an amazing fighting game. And then yeah. it jumps down, goes like three-dimensional, and then it smashes, and then there's all those sparks flying those everywhere. Sparks. The sparks were amazing. And then the soundtrack goes real shitty and inappropriate for what's going on in the scene. We didn't know. Yeah. We didn't know that that was going to be the soundtrack when we <laughs> filmed it. It looked beautiful. I was like, I would watch this movie. It was gorgeous. It looked like they were fighting in a sparkler. Yeah. <laughs> How did they shrink them down to get them inside the sparkler? It was amazing. Uh, but then he remembers his wife. Like he's like yeah. down and out. That's right, because he dies, insane. and then Badgett Lee's like, yes! Oh, no, yes! Which is like, he's murdered 123 people. I think he knows how to double tap. Yeah. <laughs> like he's going to walk over and kick through this guy's chest. I'm, dude, I, was, I spent the whole time in that fight scene with those spinning cogs being like, when's the body going yeah. into the cogs? Yeah. When's the body going into the cogs? Promises were made. Uh, Chekhov's gears just never yeah. used. <laughs> oh. Especially oh, like Terminator 2 where he gets his arm trapped. Yeah. There. I was like, come on. Do you reckon if like um if one of the the one of the Jet Lees loses an arm, does the other guy get the power of that arm or is that, <laughs> <laughs> that Jet Lee just disabled him? Must do, right? Which was awful because he was jerking off at the time and <laughs> just ripped his dick off. Oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> Super strong arm. <laughs> the strength of 62 men. My penis is still as strong as one. <laughs> Terrible. Um, then then all of a sudden the movie ended. Yep. <laughs> right, they just went through this. They, he checked his G maps and he's like, oh yeah, 10 seconds to destination. Oh, now we're teleporting and everyone screams. And then they're like, hey, this guy seems fine with being teleported. This guy seems like he's never teleported before. That must be the bad guy. (laughs) Not the guy who's done this over 120 times. It was just so simple because there's two identical people. One's just like, oh, he's something. They just believe him. Yeah, Yeah, he does. I hate hate those scenes in movies when you've got two people and they're trying to figure out which one's which. It's like, just reveal one piece of personal information between you two. Everybody knows what to do. I love that they didn't honor that, though. They were like, we're not going to deal with this at all. They were just like, okay, one of you two is a supervillain. It's him. All right. <laughs> uh, clearly, I mean, a supervillain would never think of that. It read out when it teleported him to the penal colony. Another big joke. Wasn't that big this morning? But then it's like, oh, teleporting him to the penal colony. And then when they have to teleport Gabriel to back to Earth, back to whatever it was called, it doesn't read out where he's going, yeah. so yeah. that everyone in the room is like, "I guess it's fine." Yeah, it's yeah. weird how like, and it turns out he's in the Jetsons. But you also know, in that <laughs> Jetsons universe, he's already been murdered. That's so like, yeah. so there's somewhere in that universe is like his grieving family, and then all of a sudden he turns up being like, "Hey, I need a social security number," and they're like, "You oh. died." A year ago. We saw you get murdered by yourself a year ago. <laughs> it's weird how, like, um, like for a place that's very concerned with procedure, they they just let stuff happen. <laughs> they just, they're so quick. Oh, hey, just come the, on. And then Jason Statham was like, oh, no, what to do. It's like, that's not your job, mate. You're a field agent. You don't get to push the button. How does he even know how to... You'd think that'd be a specialised job. It's because they're all going, holy shit, it's Jason Statham. He won a Commonwealth gold medal. I don't know how anyone could read their font that they use either oh i know yeah that's a mess <laughs> they got a weird like i feel like someone knocked off a klingon font yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they're like almost legible <laughs> uh so then he teleports in he takes his dog and he's like oh here's my soulmate apparently yeah 
in the Jetsons world. Yeah. Which I will give it this. I loved how bright that world was. It was I, great, yeah. And then uh, we went back to No Colors where <laughs> Yulaw delivered his most famous line. <laughs> I am Yulaw. I am nobody's bitch. You're mine. <laughs> <laughs> I also like the guy who went, you got a pretty mouth. Yeah. <laughs> really? We're doing that? Yeah. Like we're doing that on a, you're in the middle of a prison thing and this guy's just arrived. What are you even going to do? But it's like so like like future tech Mayan, but like there's police helicopters. Yeah. Like it's so brutalist. It's I great. do like the way that I do think Jet Li does have a pretty mouth and his face <laughs> is pretty and he has nice hair as well. Oh. <laughs> I think so. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. And he's like very clearly states because sometimes you're like, oh, he'll get to know me and he'll learn my name over time. But he's very clear about the fact that he's not going to learn anyone's names. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone should learn his name. That's it, and then the credits roll, and we find out that Jet Li played both Gabe and you, Law, and Lawless, but nobody's mentioning uh, Whoopi Goldlaw. No. Don't get credit, is it? I'm heartbroken. <laughs> That's it, Let, let's take a break, listen to some Drowning Pool. And we're back. That was just one more uh, break that we had. And okay, it worked the first time, did not. Uh, no, it's a bit of a reach now. Yeah, much like the hour 20 that that movie was, this was diminishing returns. <laughs> we have one piece of trivia that we want to share that we want to talk about. What's that, Mike? Uh, yeah, so when Dwayne The Rock Johnson was attached to Star, this movie was known as The Rock Movie. <laughs> working title. What? I hope that was working yeah, that was, title. Yeah, that was the working title. When he left to work on The Mummy Returns in 2001, it was listed for a short while as untitled sci-fi project. And when Jet Li came on board, it became The One. So The One was originally meant to be The Rock's big breakout movie. I could have seen this being a very watchable The Rock movie. Oh gosh, yeah. Instead, his big breakout movie was Moana. <laughs> <laughs> My worry is that if you'd put The Rock in this... Where are you getting a rock body double? Yeah, that's true. Cousins. He has cousins oh, he does, doesn't he? Oh, he has cousins. I think it would have been more superhero based than it was like fighty or, yeah. or like gunsy. I think it would have been like way more like smashing through stuff, I guess. I would have also loved if they'd gone the commando route and instead of giving him, you know, TK, give him a daughter. Yeah, give him Alyssa yeah. Milano as his daughter again. <laughs> <laughs> Same in 2001. Uh, so here we go. We're jumping into our first segment, um, which is finding the one. Uh, in this segment, we're going to ask our wonderful guests, how would you go about your one scenario? If we were to put you in a world where a murderous version of yourself turned up trying to kill you, how would you fight them? Or... How would you, if you found out that you could travel through dimensions and murder versions of yourself to gain extra powers, go about that? Oh, see, I think I would deal with it the same way I deal with bullies in my life, just by trying to be funny. And so, <laughs> it'd be, and I figure if it's me, I'll probably have the same sense of humor as me. So I'll make a joke, me will laugh at me, and then hopefully me will forgive me and not try to kill me. Excellent. That's how I would try and do it. Josiah, how would you deal with this? Uh, if I was trying to kill myself, I guess I'd just give up. Because <laughs> uh, I guess it's what I wanted. 
I don't know. I just I don't see. That's my- your gift to yourself. Yeah. You're like, this is. I'm gonna do this for me. I just don't see myself beating myself in a fight. That's all. I just feel like if we got into a fight because we know each other, it's just gonna be hit block, hit block, hit block until like eternity runs out. But even though this version of you clearly thinks they can beat you in a fight, so it's in you. That well, you- yeah. The thing is, I think I can beat him too. Which means we can't beat each other. We just—it's just such an even match. It yeah. just never ends. You might just like at the same time punch each other out, and then like both die at the same time. Oh, rocket ring! <laughs> and then all your power goes to some other guy, which seems unfair. Yeah, I just don't. I feel like yeah, I couldn't beat myself. Okay, then say you were going to hunt other people down. Ah, like, oh, easy. I'll, <laughs> I'll just I'll, I'll just offer everyone poisoned food. That's oh, yeah. That's I'm, I'm, you, you know yourself so well. Yeah, I'd yeah. be like, I'm always up for like a sweet treat wait but how would you how do you transition that into like so you're sitting here today at your house and then a version of you turns up and is like i'm from another universe no 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 here's some food i've got a mustache oh i have a mustache you have a mustache (laughs) i just have a pair of glasses i I don't know i just try and do it naturally i just hang out with like around just go where i think i'll be hanging out like how you gave me chips today i was like "Mm, those those are tasty Not once did I think these might be poisons. I, I could do, I Which hopefully like, speaks to my character. Yeah. Yeah. You never once thought, oh, Stephen may be trying to steal my life essence to make himself stronger. He might be an alternate universe version of me. <laughs> Just way in disguise. See, I would, um, like, if I was trying to do the feeding thing for myself, I'd just leave like a poison Mars bar around, just on the ground, because if I found a Mars bar, I'm like, holy shit, there's a Mars bar! And I would eat it. And, um, yeah, even if I'd been tainted with, I would die happy. I think if I had to go and kill myself, I'd use my kung fu skills. Nailed it. <laughs> and, um... And, uh, what level, uh, are your kung fu skills at? I haven't... I don't have any now, but I'll... I could watch a YouTube video or something on... As I'm there, going on the way. Just practice in your, uh, Chinese closet. It doesn't look that difficult, to be honest. I think I it do specifically the does look difficult. Well, well yeah. <laughs> But I'll just do some kicks and stuff. And, yeah. And no, if I'm having to kill thousands of versions of me, um, well, 123 versions. Yeah. By the way, I hate the fact that it was that number. One, two, three? No, it's one, two, five. Oh, but they only say one, two, they three. They only say one, two, three, and they say it a bunch. They should have done a d- different number. Anyway. I think they should have done way more. Yeah. Like 600. Well, no, the thing that would have made sense is one, two, eight. Because then you've got, like, it's divisible by eight and four, and it's got, like, number theory behind it. One, two, four just seems to be a random choice. I, don't know. I have I'm never shrugging. agreed with anyone more than I agree with you right now. <laughs> that is perfect. Because of fractals. Yeah. And there you go. Fractals. What fractals? fractals um, that's in there with snowflakes. You get fractals. Frozen fractals all around. Do all right, now I'm buying in. Snowman? Let's let it go. Yeah, wrong song, but... Wrong song, but right musical. Very good. <laughs> All right, so th- that's the <laughs> most of this was involved in either learning kung fu or poisoning ourselves. Yeah. I think I'd go mainly with the poisoning thing, just so I think you've nailed it there. I would want to gather them all up. I want to take them all through the time what? frame. Yeah, I'm gonna do like a a, a greet and meet, that like where I'm so like we're all gonna come to. Oh no, it's it's so little admin because I just bring them all I've like one place because you're all gonna hang out. You're like this is amazing, and they have no idea that we get more powerful when they die. Oh, and then true. I just murder ah, them all at once. Just a single yeah. one, nice. nice, nice, nice. Yeah, you let them all kill each other. Oh yeah. And then you jump in the last round. Yeah. Because you'll be of equal strength. Also, you wouldn't have just killed like 
64 people to get to the finals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then all you have to do is the last one and say, well done, you won this cookie. Yes! <laughs> oh, that's brilliant! This is the Royal Rumble. This is how it works. So, if you were going to redo this movie, Josiah, what would you do with it? With I'm Back. For the film, um, I'm thinking about following Bad Jet Lee. Yeah. Instead of Good Jet Lee, because Good Jet Lee's boring. He's in the Jetsons universe now. He's <laughs> got a crippled dog. Jetson. So, yeah, I'm... Uh, my idea for the, um, the the sequel would be following Bad Jet Lee and just him trying to like sort out living on this prison planet now. Okay, so so what happens? What's the arc? Um, he's there, just chilling. We're well, not chilling. <laughs> People are beating him up. I haven't really put much thought into it. It's very. Hard. I just like the, I I just chose it so that the title could be the one two <laughs> sub subline sub whatever that thing is three. <laughs> What's the, what's, the, what's the three? Like free, like I want to be free. Oh, free? Oh, one, With an F. The one, two, free. Yeah. Well, I guess like he's in the, this criminal planet. I guess he could be fighting different kinds of criminals. This is the prison you go to if you're a parallel universe sort of criminal. So there's, there's heaps of people out there that have been doing interesting crimes. Yeah, because because it's the Hades universe. I think it'd be cool if he was like trying to if he was trying to escape because he needed to um, help out his his daughter whose name is Five. Uh, so four five, <laughs> one two three four five, uh. <laughs> and this could be the sixth version of this film. This could be one two three one, four five two, six. Oh, three, it's too hard. Or <laughs> oh, he needs to escape because because his daughter was about to have sex with seven. Oh god! <laughs> so that would be. I don't want to say that. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Six, seven. Six, six, seven. I have a pitch. I think this movie could be... The one, two, could be... He's fought so many bad guys that he's now lives in this mountain of bad guys that collapsed in on himself and he needs to eat his way out. <laughs> it's like 127 hours, but one... 27 hours. Oh, gosh. It's so horrible. <laughs> the whole thing is just a pun. It's fucking horrible. But what, so it could be the one, two, three. And here's the reason that we're doing a sequel to So it's it's the one, the number two, and then the word three. Now, here's the premise. A massive star has collapsed, creating a black hole, which we all know generates a new parallel universe. Fuck, I love it. So you, Law... And Gabe both feel themselves weakened because a third has been created. Yeah. So then what happens is Jason Statham has to go and he offers Eulor and Gabe the chance to stop this person who's destroying a whole planet because he has superpowers. But it's female. Oh! oh. Killing it. Yeah. Because it's, you know, 2018. Jeanette Lee. Oh, no, that's, not, that's the actor. Gabrielle. Oh. <laughs> you no, know, it'll never work. I still think it should be Lucy Lawless. Yeah, yeah, I'm, a, I'm up for that as well. I think that's good. Cool. Uh, that would be amazing. Yeah, and so that idea that yeah, so he has to fight. There's a female version. <laughs> I, I actually think Lucy Law would be fucking great. Oh, <laughs> and it turns out that she was his biological twin, mm. and she actually murdered him in, in the womb. In the womb. In the womb. <laughs> absorbing his powers, and then that's how. And so as soon as she came out, she just came out swinging. So she's got a massive like a uh, criminal empire yeah. that they have to go in with Statham and yeah, you know she's basically Odinishi. Yeah, and Yulaw's <laughs> just been sitting like he killed all these people. He's been sitting in meditation and he's realized like what is the point of being the one 
if you're the only one. Because they do both oh. share the same set, like the same name, Gabriel. I mean, Gabriel in Hebrew means hero of God. So maybe at the end of the movie, when they defeat her, they merge to truly become the hero of God. Oh! At the end, they give like each other a high five, and then it's like, <laughs> and they just join like into time one. Time cop, but not yeah. gross. No, then they high five, and then it plays. Um, <laughs> when two Park. become one. <laughs> when two become one by but like uh, a metal but, version of it. Yeah, by the Spice Girls. Yeah. I need to one like I never need <laughs> this is a beautiful idea I'm going to pretend this was mine <laughs> good job team this is a section I'm bringing in just for the one cast it's called critics cool your jets Lee alright because this movie did not get good reviews what uh, it did not wow um, and so it astounds on, me I know and some of them were pretty brutal so what I want to do is I want us to all we're going to take turns reading some of these critics things that they've said and then we'll just talk about like what some of these brutal lines are sam hasn't enough good dialogue what hasn't enough hasn't enough good dialogue here for one you law never mind too <laughs> oh. i want to re- review that review it's, it's missing a word yeah. hasn't got enough yeah. good dialogue for one you law oh i think it- they're just british hasn't enough dialogue here for one you law oh this is a great one from ed gonzalez lee speaks and acts entirely too much here <laughs> like any review that says that you've acted too much that's heartbreaking <laughs> oh wow this is amazing um due to a coupon i had the theater paid me 50 cents to see this movie I was overcharged. <laughs> the the- so the theatre paid her to see the movie yeah. due to a coupon. This- and, and, and it still wasn't enough. <laughs> and, uh, that's very good. The the real the real uh, thing that I've learned about about Sam Smith here too is the fact that he's expecting proper grammar out of <laughs> internet reviewers. <laughs> yeah, that's a huge mistake. I love that that reviewer's from 2015 as well. That last one. Wait, wait, wait. That review was from 2015? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see it before and 2015. Where did she see it in a theatre? Why the hell were they showing the, the I one? I presume it's back in time and she's just remembering. Well, how great is that, that she still remembers ago. how much she pa- was paid by a theatre to see some... Yeah. And what fi- sort of coupon gives you, like, $20 off a $19.50 movie? <laughs> That's not a thing. You don't then pay them back. What kind of person goes to Rotten Tomatoes 15 years after the fact <laughs> and says, you know what, I have feelings about the one that needs to be expressed. Every year I update my thoughts on the movie The Sound of Music, which came out in 1965. This is a real thing, isn't it? Yeah, I really yeah. love The Sound of Music. Okay, so here we go, Mike. If you're worried about people who haven't travelled far enough back in time, uh, can you read this review from January 2017? It's good movie to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mohammed. But out of five, how many stars did Mohammed give it? <laughs> two. two. A two-star review. That's a, that's it's a good, good movie, movie to watch. To watch. <laughs> two stars. That is not enough stars I, I, for a good movie. I really want to see is, is what he would put for three stars. <laughs> yeah, three stars. I lost my mind. <laughs> this movie was perfect. <laughs> three stars. Five stars. I have died now. <laughs> Yeah, I just read uh, Billy E's review. Okay, it has Jason Statham in it. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> That's the whole review. <laughs> That's a three-star review. Jason Statham is... Is the three stars good out of five stars? It's like average, isn't it? 
Yeah, he's not bad. Jason Statham makes this film not bad. Thank you, Billy E. <laughs> I always say thank you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like he sent it in to us. It was like fan mail. Oh, here we go. From 2003, so still two years after yeah. the movie came out. This is from John R. McEwen from Film Quips Online. All I know is if there are really multiple parallel universes, I pity all the versions of me that have to watch all the versions of this movie. <laughs> Still three out of five stars. <laughs> wow. Everyone's so brutal. nice about this. <laughs> oh, I like this one from John J. Puccio. Uh, bullets fly, lights flash, action occurs, time goes by, but nothing actually happens. <laughs> that is so true. That, that is literally the review that uh, my wife gave me of the movie afterwards. She's like, what actually happened there? Like, nothing actually happened. What did we see and why? <laughs> from super reviewer John Lance... Two and a half stars, um, so it's still 50%. That's a pass at my high school. Uh, interesting idea. Saw it so long ago, I can't remember how good it was, though. Oh, amazing. <laughs> amazing. His review was an anti-review. I'll be honest, if I hadn't seen a movie before, I'd probably give it two and a half stars. <laughs> it seems safe. <laughs> this is how you become a super reviewer. Maybe that's his power as a super reviewer. He can review films he hasn't actually seen. <laughs> Okay, since we're tying things off, I'm going to say I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I was going to, but that fight scene still holds up. The, the fight scene at the end. The fight scenes were really fun. Like, they still hold up choreography-wise like uh, as really fun fights. The graphics I didn't care about because they were so over the top anyway. Like, it's not like The Matrix where it's, like, trying to be so real. Like, you know, these, those motorcycles were clearly... Real. <laughs> but so I really loved like some of the fight sequences um, and I thought they were very playful, but it was, yeah, it was the amount of, it was trying to do too much. Like it was just jumping around so much that normally my ADHD is like, yay. But in this, I was like, oh, this we can't jump between two characters who are played by the same person and wearing the same clothes and having the same haircut. Yeah. Literally all he needed was a wig and it would have improved the, the film tenfold. Yeah. Just so we could differentiate them. Or just, yeah, just shave his head or something. Yeah, straight off the bat. It'd be so much easier. Give him an evil moustache. Yeah, yeah. can't do. go wrong with that. Uh, Josiah, thoughts on the movie? Final thoughts? It was, uh, it was shit. It was, um, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't as good as I remembered it was. And that was quite sad for me. But after I watched it. <laughs> do you have any idea how heartbreaking that is when we were inspired to do this because of your joy and passion about this on uh, was it on pumping iron or Pe comeback Pe Pe people change Stephen I guess <laughs> and I feel like Rome. by us asking you to look back at your nostalgia we've we've taken a part of your childhood away I guess you kind of have <laughs> you just pierced the bubble of joy that yeah. existed in your heart <laughs> oh, it, was, it was okay <laughs> Josiah looks so sad right now. <laughs> okay, what about you, Sam? Um, I thought it was utter shit. I'd give it three out of five stars. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I thought I thought it was it was silly, and I couldn't um, follow it. Um, but I embraced that, and I quite enjoyed it because of how going into it with that mindset, I thought it was quite good. Yeah, I think less co less exposition, more kung fu. Oh, totally. Disagree. More exposition, because I did not know what was going on. 
and uh, the that's same because, amount of kung fu. It's because all the exposition came from uh, someone who you were watching being like, is that Jason, <laughs> this guy's so Jason much Statham? like Jason Statham. They should have just hired Jason Statham. I, I guarantee, like the whole time you were like sitting there turning to you, you're like, is this Jason Statham? Because <laughs> it kind of looks like, and he's like, there's whenever a black star explodes, <laughs> this is what happens if he kills you. And you're like, Jason oh, Statham wouldn't say that. Hey, this is, no, what he, did he even say? He would say, oh, whenever a black star explodes, I call up for New York. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you fucking um, watch a movie, you piece of shit. I'm a diver. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So that has been uh, the one cast. Yeah, Uh, I'm just going to quickly say, if you do enjoy Jet Li movies, uh, the the top three for me are Black Mask, Once Upon a Time in China, and Fist of Legend. If you're going to watch any good Jet Li movies, they're the ones to look out for. My favorite um, Jet Li movie is The One. All right, that's been The One. Please go. thank you for having us. Oh, it's been a delight. (laughs) Sam Smith, uh, where would we find you if we wanted to track you down online? Oh, I'm I'm at RealBigSmith, R-E-E-L-B-I-G-S-M-I-T-H. I do great tweets that are funny, and I am a nice person, so please be my friend. Oh. Okay. Uh, how about you, Desire? You can't find me. Don't bother looking. <laughs> don't even have a Facebook picture. I've got Facebook. I don't have a picture. I'm not going to be your friend, so don't even try, mate. <laughs> None of that is a joke. That is all real. Thank you so much for joining us both. It's been a delight. Let's hang out in a park more often. This is great. It's been very tranquil with helicopters. <laughs> You'd think Obama was in town. Tranquil with helicopters sounds like a Jet Li movie. <laughs> I'd watch that. Yeah. Yeah. At the end, he like smashes a person with two helicopters in his arms. <laughs> <laughs> and then Arnold pops out and he's like, I guess they had to take off. <laughs> Is this because you couldn't get a role in Blade? Was like, get to the chopper. <laughs> get in between the chopper. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Well, that was fun, and a big thank you to Josiah Day and Sam Smith for chatting to us about the weird and wonderful The One. Talked about me, I wasn't even in it. No, Arnie, we know, but we're recording and we will be back very soon with season three. That's my line, I'll be back. I'm, I'm the I'll be back guy, that's my thing. I know, sorry Arnie. But anyway, keep your eye out for our next episode, which will be the classic Running Man. A sci-fi dystopia of Arnie killing people? It's a fun time for the whole family. Yeah, get to the chopper. Remember? Because at the start of it, I'm in a chopper. And then I get into a sweet jumpsuit. Uh, Yes, we're very excited. Uh, If you want to reach out to us online to let us know if you've been enjoying the show, or if there's any other spin-off episodes you'd like to hear, then I'm Stephen Lyons and can be found at at S-T-E-L-Y-O-N-S. And I'm Mike Kevin on Twitter as uh, MikeKevin87. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever podcast app you like. It helps us to reach new listeners. Or just tell your goddamn friends. You made it this far through. Thanks again, and this has been Arby Back Catalog. The One Cast. I'm Yulor. I'm nobody's bitch. You know? Like Junior. You know, because we're cloning. We're making extra, but with adults. And they're from other universes. You know, so it's like the sixth day. But this one did not do so well at the box office. You know?